Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. The Bob Seska Show. Bob Seska. We'll do it live. Fuck it. The Bob Seska Show. From our nation's capital, it is Tuesday, May 3, 2022, and this is the Bob Seska Show on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Bob. Hello, Bob. Hello. Day 470 of the Biden-Harris administration, 186 days until the 22 midterms. Find me on Instagram, the Bob Seska, Twitter, Bob Seska underscore go, and you can follow Buzz Burbank at Michael J. Elston on Twitter, link in the description. And let's bring him in. Here comes Buzz. You say Buzz Burbank. I'm on the phone. You said it all. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm given that lecture series on justice reform, so there's just no way I can do jury duty. <laughs> I, I gotta go. Yeah, hang up. Hi, Bob. Sorry, <laughs> I, I don't know why I always get these calls just as I'm starting the show with you. <laughs> I know. But it's great what, to be here. What's Thanks the for deal? Okay, hi. Uh, he is Bob, and I'm Buzz, and we were the last and next to last guys selected in the NFL draft. <laughs> as always. Yep. Yep. And now, Bob, I, I don't know. I turn on the news every night, and it's so uh, dark and twisted, uh-huh. violent and heartbreaking. Yeah. When will that Johnny Depp trial be over? <laughs> uh, the Manhattan DA has uh, shut down the grand jury that was investigating Trump for fraud. That's mm-hmm. it. It's over. Yeah. But he's not completely off the hook in New York. Yeah. Uh, they're pretty sure they got him on some parking violations. So... Justice will be served. Always something. Uh, Republican Madison Cawthorn is in all kinds of trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, among other things, he was held by police after trying to board a plane again with a loaded gun. <laughs> Apparently this time he was hiding the gun in his lingerie. <laughs> That's a Many great problems. place for it. <laughs> Many problems that guy has. Uh, Florida's Ron DeSantis, meanwhile, is continuing his war on Disney. Yeah. Uh, this week, he said Snow White's dwarf Grumpy has been unfairly demonized by the radical left. <laughs> Explains his mood. Grumpy, yeah. Uh, Delta Airlines this week killed, this is so sad, Delta Airlines this week killed a million honeybees. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, a shipment, this is true, a shipment of a million bees bound for Alaska on Delta Airlines was left on a hot tarmac. And the bees died. Wow. On the plus side, their luggage made it to Anchorage. It's a new day (laughs) with new places to go. We're Transvaginal Airlines, probing (laughs) our way into exciting new destinations with more round trips to over 20 states that are going one way. We're the only airline that goes to such depths to inspect your personal carry-on. At Transvaginal, we know why you fly, and we'll be there for you, whether you like it or not. We're Transvaginal! 
Rocky Mountain. Yeah. Oh, man. It's funny because it hurts, or it hurts because it's funny. I'm not sure yeah. which. Shit. Um, so, Bob, what's going on? Yeah, we've got something to talk about today. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and it's really disturbing. It's really upsetting. It's an egregious trespass against constitutional rights in this country. It's an egregious trespass against the role of the Supreme Court in this country. Mm-hmm. An egregious trespass against stare decisis, which is a Supreme Court precedent. I mean, mm-hmm. women, uh, girls, uh, it's going to affect men eventually, yep. too. So mm-hmm. bear that in mind. And and I say this, Buzz, uh, just double checking here. Yes, we are a couple of guys uh-huh. uh, yeah, talking about yeah. an issue that is primarily going to impact women. We're talking about, obviously, this draft decision from uh, Sam Alito and the Supreme Court, uh, which basically rules that the, they're upholding the uh, not only the Mississippi law, this Dobbs case, uh, but this is going to roll back and overturn both the Casey decision, Planned Parenthood v. Casey, and, of course, Roe v. Wade. It's a tragic, tragic time in the United States for constitutional rights and for Indeed. women's safety, for the right to choose. My God, where do we start well, first of all, I think we start with there's no soft peddling this. Yeah. Uh, I've seen a number of people uh, saying, well, you know, this is just a draft opinion. It could go through many changes and much discussion. Yeah. No, bullshit. You know exactly where this is headed. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is headed exactly where it says it is. And mm-hmm. the surprising thing that I think we need to say up front about this ruling is that it has no ambiguity. Yeah, right. Uh, they, right. they didn't do what we expected them to do in terms of chipping away at the law. Mm-hmm. They just decided to cut it off at the knees. I have to confess that I, I never thought it was going to actually be a full-blown reversal of, right. of Roe and Casey. I thought right. for sure they were just going to roll back the viability standard, which is what Casey kind of established. Casey reaffirmed Roe v. Wade as a decision, as an applicable uh, Supreme Court precedent. And then what it did is it kind of eliminated the trimester standard outlined in Roe and created the viability standard, which kind of makes sense given the fact that medicine advances further and further over time and uh, fetuses become viable at an earlier and earlier age. I get that. But what this does is says, you know what? No. There is no constitutional right to do this. So women, you are screwed. Reproductive age women specifically screwed in this. We have never seen the actual reversal of constitutional rights. This is uh, unprecedented, not just in terms of how it got out there, but what it does is 50 years of precedent saying you have uh, a right to privacy, And then 50 years later, boom, gone, disappeared, poof. And we know the reasons. We know the makeup of the Supreme Court. We know who appointed those members of the Supreme Court. We know the factors of why we got here. The question of the week is, what do we do about it? How do we push back against this? How do we fight back against this? We we march. We speak. We we vote. Yeah. Uh, we we take part in protests. We write letters to the editor. We write letters to members of Congress. Yeah. And uh, we uh, write on social media, and then we vote. Right. Uh, we all have to fight harder than we've ever fought before. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, nothing has done more to undermine 
the credibility of the Supreme Court, and no thing has done more to undermine that credibility than the court itself. Yeah. Uh, the court is to blame here for its uh, lack of self-policing that it's supposed to do. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a ruling, uh, as you uh, indicated, uh, that strikes down the right to privacy. Yeah. Uh, this is a ruling that, because of it, can and will extend to gay marriage yep. and many, many other issues. Yep. Uh, this is, as you also mentioned, uh, ignoring precedent, saying that essentially in this ruling, precedent doesn't matter anymore. Precedent mm -hmm. has always mattered to the Supreme Court until now. Yep. And uh, because of this, does this mean that the Brown versus Board of Education decision uh, can also be overturned because we don't pay attention to precedent anymore? Oh, yeah. That's how serious this is. That's mm -hmm. the kind of door opening that the court has done here uh, and is in the process of doing. And it, it cannot stand. Yeah. It just cannot stand. You're absolutely right. And I just I want to return for a second to the, the notion that uh, we're a couple of guys covering this yes. issue today. This is not intended. The makeup of today's show, as, as far men, as you men, being here, men, me being here, men, as, we, men, <laughs> as we normally sorry. do on Tuesdays, mm -hmm. is not meant to exclude women. It's just this is the nature of our show on Tuesdays. And obviously, what I'm scrambling to do and, and have been scrambling to do over the last uh, 12, 15 hours is to get some women on tomorrow's interview show uh, so we can have that perspective in the course of our you know weekly proceedings here on the podcast. So that's something I'm working toward. Obviously, we I'm looking forward to getting Jody's perspective on Thursday, yes. Kimberly's perspective on yes. Friday. Yes. And so that's all still to come. But you know what? Ultimately, and this is something that Kimberly said to me at least five times over the last 12 mm -hmm. hours, this isn't just a women's issue. Men listening right now, it's your daughters, your wives, your girlfriends, your mothers. Who your are being... sons will be forced into fatherhood against their will yeah, uh, because yeah. of this as well, as Kimberly has pointed out. Mm -hmm. This affects everybody. and. It's the kind of decision that can, as I indicated, affect a lot of other things, oh, yeah. including uh, laws governing sex, mm -hmm. laws uh, governing uh, the safety of LGBTQ yep. uh, and, and their rights. Uh, this is the beginning of the end if we allow it to happen. Mm -hmm. This cannot stand. We must speak out. We must get loud. And a lot of us are hoping that this will be... You know, we, we had a, 24 hours ago, we had a motivation problem in the Democratic Party. <laughs> uh, yeah. we, we may still have that problem, mm -hmm. uh, but you're going to see marches and demonstrations. You're going to see a lot of angry women taking to the streets. You're going to see a lot of women voting. Uh, and again, the other thing that the Supreme Court has done here is, is knowingly, gone against the will of the American people. Yeah. Even in the latest survey out this morning, uh, a majority of Americans support Roe v. Wade and do not want the court to overturn it. They want the court to uphold it. But the right. court is going to do the opposite of what the majority wants. This is not government. And as uh, has been pointed out, and I pointed it out on this show months ago, we are being ruled by a minority. Yeah. The minority party controls the Supreme Court and makes these decisions, even though they're not the so-called party in power. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's it's the minority party that's that's wrecking everything. It's the minority party that's banning books right now. We're letting them set the agenda and actually make the rules 
and we're supposed to be the majority. I want to talk more about that as we go and about what Democrats can do, but I'll, I'll leave it there for now. Yeah, and you know the uh, cliche that we've been talking about along those lines, Buzz, and, and we mentioned it uh, prior to the show to each other, which is the idea of uh, awakening the sleeping giant. We're talking about mm-hmm. millions mm-hmm. of non-voting women who are now going to be activated. There is... A teeny tiny silver lining in this, and I hate to speak in terms of positives, because ultimately what you're talking about here is mass death, and that's something I want to discuss here in just a second. Right. But in terms of the political stakes, what this will do is this will stir a lot of non-voters out of their previous apathy and get them out, Mm -hmm. activate them. We hope so. Absolutely. And And this isn't... Yeah. Yeah, I just want to interject. This isn't going to be forgotten in two weeks. This is a burning issue that the court has yet to rule. It's going to continue to be in the news. It's going to continue to motivate people. Uh, Women and people in general are going to get increasingly angry as they understand what's happening here. So it, it could have a positive effect despite this being... Uh, the most terrible thing we could imagine. Yes, Republicans are telling us exactly what they'll do if they win majorities this year and the presidency in 24. We're talking about a federal ban that's on the table. There's discussion about that. We'll get to that in a second. But but Bob, Bob, inflation. (laughs) Don't forget. But the question really is, do we Uh, activate now or do we wait uh until it's too late? All the post-inaugural marches in the world will not be able to reverse time we have the time now to change history or to at least push back against history don't wait until the election's over get active now we seize the initiative now and that's the way we start to claw this back from this tiny minority of uh supreme court justices who have said you know what women no you don't get sovereignty over your own body that belongs to us your uterus belongs to us now i i think this would be a good time uh to reiterate that uh a lot of people have asked me or i've seen a number of people asking generically well, what can we do about this? Yeah. Well, the answer, as I said earlier, is to vote. Uh, in one case, I saw a reply that said, voting won't help. We've, we have voted. We have turned out, and it hasn't helped. We, we voted, and the Democrats didn't do what we wanted them to do. The mm-hmm. Democrats had their chance, and they blew it. The Democrats aren't going to do anything. They never do. Uh, this is the kind of uh, response I'm seeing from other Democrats yeah. on social media. None of these things are true. We do not have a majority in the government right now. The mm-hmm. Senate, although 50-50, two of the senators vote Republican. Two of our Democratic senators vote Republican. Yeah. With, without them, we cannot break the filibuster to... Uh, you know, people are saying, well, the, the Democratic Congress, we control that. We can codify uh, Roe v. Wade into law at this point. Well, no, we can't because Manchin and Cinema stand in the way. Yeah. The only way we can overturn this is to vote and, as I said earlier, speak, march, protest. Right. The real key here to codifying uh, the right to choose is a constitutional amendment, which not only would lock down the right to choose for all time, it would also avoid the court's rejection of stare decisis, Supreme Court precedent. And that means rallying people to support a constitutional amendment protecting a woman's right to choose. If that means an equal rights amendment, if that means equal rights amendments uh, at the state level, that's what it means. Uh, And a law is just not going to do it because it'll just be it'll be challenged then it'll go back to this court and this court will overturn whatever law the federal government passes so Uh, what was that term again because i'm having trouble with this and i'm sure a lot of our listeners are too 
was it it was stare decisis? What was it? Yes, what was it? stare yes. decisis. Yes, that's yeah. the Latin term for basically court precedent. And usually that stands as settled law, as, right, as defined law. Has. I mean, there are some exceptions. I mean, uh, Brown v. Board of Education overturned Plessy yes. versus Ferguson. I just worry a lot of people are going to hear that phrase stare decisis, have no idea what it means, <laughs> and and therefore not be motivated by it. Uh, let's say precedent, because as as I mentioned earlier, if precedent doesn't matter anymore, and that's what this ruling seems to say, they could overturn Brown versus Board of Education or a lot of other things. They could overturn gay marriage. There are a million things they can now overturn uh, when this uh, ruling goes into effect. Yeah. Uh, once it does, it has not gone into effect yet. And uh, maybe this is our opportunity to try to stop it, although I don't have much faith considering how the court has been stalked well, with conservatives. Uh, the fight on this isn't necessarily over press. I mean, I'm talking about the street fight here. I'm talking about the election, I'm talking about protests, right. I'm talking about pushback. This doesn't have anything to do with stare decisis, really. It has to do with protecting the right to choose. Stare decisis is just uh, the smart term for what we're talking about. That's the term yeah. that's used in the Supreme Court, but, and I'm but, but, I'm I'm fine with that. I think we should use the smart terminology, frankly. <laughs> well, it does. It, a lot of people don't know what it meant. I, the first time I heard it uh, yesterday, uh, I had not heard it before and did not know what it meant. I'm, yeah. I'll admit that. I, I know that's true of a lot of other people. Right. So, I, and I think precedent is important for the reasons that I stated that that. This opens the door. Uh, obviously, the main issue here is is women's rights and the obvious war on women. Mm -hmm. uh, but but also important here is what this means to gays and uh, to uh, minorities and and so many other things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're talking about interracial marriage here as mm -hmm. something that might be on the table. We're talking right. about uh, obviously gay marriage. The Obergefell decision could be very easily overturned. This will be the next one on deck, and this wow. is the conventional wisdom. I'm not breaking news on this, but the the Griswold v. Uh, Connecticut uh, decision, which legalized uh, contraception and established a, a privacy right there. Uh, yes. That's absolutely on the table. And that means not just birth control pills. That also means condoms. Bear in mind that condoms are a form of contraception right. and you're murdering all of those sacred sperm. Remember, every the, the mantra is among religious zealots that every sperm is sacred. So therefore, if you masturbate, you're killing potential lives. If you use a condom, you're killing potential lives. Sex must be done only to procreate. That is the intent that you get from the Christo-fascists in this country. That's mm -hmm. what they want. And that's why they're forcing women to give birth. No matter the right. circumstances, no matter the age, no matter the threat, no matter the reason for the pregnancy in the first place, Women are being forced to carry pregnancies to term or else suffer the consequences, which could mean fines, imprisonment, a permanent uh, a felonies. felonies. Exactly right. Women who have uh, fetuses stuck in their fallopian tubes mm -hmm. can't get an abortion, even though right. that fetus will never come to term. Yeah. 14 year old girls who are pregnant cannot get an abortion because the law will require them to carry that baby to term. Right. Women who are raped, women and girls who are the victims of incest will be forced to carry those babies to term. And in many cases, as I mentioned earlier, men, as a result, uh, in many cases, will be forced to step up and become fathers when that is not what they had in mind any more than it's what the woman had in mind. So this does affect everyone. Yeah, bear in mind that some of these laws don't have carve-outs for the health and safety of the pregnant mother. 
So we're talking about there's no exceptions for rape and incest. That's off the table. That's gone. That's out the door. If you've been mm-hmm. raped, if you're the victim of incest, as you were just saying, Buzz, that's it. You've got to carry that rapist's baby to term. You're stuck. It doesn't matter if you're 10 years old, 11 years old, 12 years old. This is a death sentence, this decision, for young girls. Yes. What is it? yes. We, we usually speak in terms of women, adult women. Girls can get pregnant as young as, if they're pubescent, they can get pregnant as young as 10 years old. I mean, I know some nine-year-old girls who went through Mm. puberty, able to bear children. They are physically incapable at that age, at that size. They are physically incapable of actually delivering a baby or carrying a baby, for that matter. Mm. It's going to be a bloodbath in the red states. And then, you know, for the time being... You know, let's say things go okay in the midterms this year. If something goes horribly awry in 24, or let's say the Republicans win the majority in Congress and expand their majorities in state legislatures uh, this year, and then two years later win the presidency, we're already seeing reporting about uh, Republicans working toward a federal ban on Uh abortion. Yeah, they're already drawn it up. Yeah, and make no mistake, Mitch McConnell and the Republicans will absolutely eliminate the legislative filibuster in order to pass that. They don't need 60 votes, and uh, it's not going to be that. Bob, I I, I just want to say I hope our discussion here today, uh, obviously I think the the news itself is a motivating factor for uh, potential Democratic voters. I hope our discussion today... Uh, helps give uh, our friends and listeners uh, ammunition to to fight this. Remember, the majority of Americans favor Roe v. Wade and also know that uh, whether abortion is legal or illegal, the number of abortions will not significantly change. Mm -hmm. Illegal abortions will continue to be performed even once it's outlawed. And uh, the result of that can often be, as Bob mentioned, death. Uh, So this this truly is a death sentence for so many women, and uh, it's certainly a death sentence for American rights. Yep. What you're going to see here as a consequence of this horrendous decision you're going to see an uptick in rapes. You're going to see an uptick in suicides, especially uh, young women, young girls committing suicide. You're going to see a rise in the back alley abortion industry once again, as you were saying. Girls mutilating themselves. There's going to be a, right. a huge online community where there's going to be all kinds of bro science thrown into the faces of, of young girls in terms of how to self-induce an abortion using household items. This is the danger zone that we're heading into right now. And uh, Uh the Republicans right now, and I noticed this coming from Don Jr. earlier today, are talking about, oh, yeah, my body, my choice. What about the vaccine mandates? There, there is a gigantic difference between. No comparison. Yeah, there is no comparison between vaccine mandates, my God, which have been around for decades, by the way. Designed it, to protect the health of everyone. Yes, exactly. Designed to prevent disease, especially in children, like smallpox. Mm-hmm. Been around forever. And there's a gigantic, a vast difference between that and forcing women into a medical situation where it could be potentially deadly. What have we heard from Leah Torres on this show every time she's on? Pregnancy is a potentially deadly medical condition. 
And that is what we're talking about. Those are the terms here. We're not talking about, you know, preventing disease or, you know, undergoing a, you know, a quick injection that we all go through. We all do this. It's all it's always it's been mandated as long as I've been around, at least. Um, And there's no comparison. Anyone making that comparison is full of shit and they need to be be told that they're full of shit. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. That's part of our fighting back. Like I said, we we speak, speak to other people, speak on social media, speak to your lawmakers, to your newspaper and speak through your votes. And yes, Mm -hmm. your vote does count. Presidents choose Supreme Court justices. Yeah. Uh, the American people choose the president. You see now the connection and the importance of the presidency and the importance of voting in all elections. Uh, because when you don't, this is what happens. Uh, people, some people have been saying uh, you can blame this on the Bernie Bros uh, for you know dividing the vote. Yeah. Well, uh, that's true, but I really we know the bigger blame lies with those who don't vote at all. Yeah, uh, and that has to change. And we hope that this horrendous ruling will motivate people to cause that to change. Yeah, and look, the uh, motivation here should be to push back against the Republican Party and everything they represent, especially along these lines. The key here is to punish them legislatively for doing this and in the process trying to claw back some of those rights, uh, attaining majorities large enough to make that possible. I'm talking about constitutional amendments here. That takes work. That takes work on the ground, getting out the, the, the sleeping giants that have been away and getting them to the polling places. That's what requires work. What is not helpful right now is, fuck you, Susan Sarandon, or fuck you, Bernie mm-hmm. Sanders, or fuck right. you, whoever, uh, R- right. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I'm seeing all kinds of blame gaming going on we need uh, along those lines. Not helpful. Not helpful right now. Right. Yeah, yeah it, destructive, in fact. Uh, yeah. If if that's all you have to offer is uh, destructive, negative comment, it really would be better if you sat down and shut up. Uh, because the, what we need yeah. right now is unity and help. The real enemy is the Republican Party and this, yes. Uh, yes. this 40-year marriage to the uh, conservative religious right. And that's the centerpiece here. That's the the bullseye on the target. And our angst, our rage, our dissatisfaction needs to be rocket launched in that direction rather than doing the same old circular firing squad here. We know some of the factors that went into getting Donald Trump elected. We know some of the attitudes. We know about, you know, uh, Justice Ginsburg's retirement decisions. That's all a given. And nothing we do, no matter how much we scream, is not going to change that. What will change, however, is if we push back vigorously enough against the Republicans and activate enough, really get motivated, seize the initiative, then that is proactive, targeted action that will actually have a a result. There's something else we need to talk about here, I think, and and this is a a sidebar. Uh, Yeah. The American people, I don't know to what degree the outrage has trickled down to the masses yet. Uh, Those of us who are politically active, those who listen to this show, those who do these shows and and tweet these things, we're outraged. We're properly motivated. Uh, I don't know if this has trickled down to Joe Average yet, uh, who is still 
focused on inflation. Uh, still believes, according to the latest polls, that Republicans can do a better job with the economy. And that's what's important. That's what's been important to people right now. So in case they keep bringing that up as we fight this battle over abortion, Mm -hmm. uh, remind everyone that the Republicans have no plan. The emperor has no clothes. They criticize Biden, but they offer no solutions. And until uh, the Republicans offer a viable solution to inflation— uh, don't listen to them on that subject. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, it, and inflation's all over the world. It's not Biden's fault. It's everywhere. But but this is the thing that's that's on the minds of most voters right now. We have to. This is a reality check. We have to acknowledge the fact that this is the focus of most American voters right now. Inflation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we we need to. I believe we can all walk and chew gum at the same time. We need to fight both of those battles because inflation is an albatross around our necks that will bring us down this fall if we let it. So uh, keep your eyes on all of the prizes. And the best thing that I should say this, one of the best things you can do uh, in addition to activating, in addition to volunteering, in addition to registering voters, getting out mm-hmm. the vote and all yes, the rest of it, of one of the best things you can do is to get yourself thoroughly educated on this topic and all of the related topics, because you're going to run into situations where you're confronted by uh, anti-choice zealots between, especially between now and November, and mm-hmm. the facts, the truth, reality all on our side as far as this goes. So you get educated, you get the terminology down, you uh, have the talking points down, so you're able to adequately push back, not just push back against Republicans, it's about encouraging, especially women voters, or women non-voters, as the case may be, to go out and to vote or or to activate and vote. Um, That's that's the key. And the only way you do that is to uh, sufficiently be able to convince them that uh, that this is for real and this is an egregious trespass against their uh, bodily sovereignty, their their mm-hmm. constitutional rights have been uh, rolled back. And wow. uh, and we need to make that case if and, and that needs to be a major component of what we do between now and November. Uh, agreed. And I, I think, again, we should underscore that uh, this is a, a decision that although it mostly affects women, it does also affect men. And I don't want men to get the idea. I don't want myself to get the idea that, oh, well, the women have got this. They'll, uh, we, can, we can kick back now because the women are so pissed about this abortion thing, mm. they will carry us to victory this fall. Not without your help, guys. I mean, we need, here I'm saying, guys, look. Uh, <laughs> but we, we need everyone's help on this. We need yeah. men as well as women marching in the streets. We need uh, everyone marching together. We need Democrats who are are moderate uh, marching alongside Democrats who are wildly progressive. Mm-hmm. We need men marching alongside women. We need gays marching alongside straights because they're coming next for gays. Yeah. Uh, this is a fight that involves all of us. It's important to all of us, and we cannot rest on our laurels or assume, oh, the women have got this. They're so pissed they're going to handle it. No, it's they're going to need our help. They're going to be they're going to be the driving force here, but they need our help, men. If you're planning a march, if you're planning to do something where there are going to be uh, anywhere from ten people to ten thousand people, make sure you have the infrastructure set up to collect cell phone numbers and. 
and voter registration forms. Make sure that is part of whatever protest mm-hmm. you put together because it's all well and good to stand outside the Supreme Court building right. and protest out there. That's an important component of this. Yes, it is. But so is making sure that we turn that into electoral action. And the Even best way to so. do that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The best way to do that. It's like, uh, you know, at the Democratic National Convention in 2008 when they did uh, the, the section at the, the stadium, at a, I forget the name of the stadium, where Barack Obama spoke. Right. Every single person who was admitted into that stadium, I don't know how many tens of thousands, mm-hmm. 60, 70,000 people, the Obama campaign and the Democrats collected the cell phone numbers of every single person going in there. <laughs> so this way you can alert them when it's time to register to vote. You can alert them when it's time to, when there's going to be a rally. You can alert them to voting day and where they can get their ballots and all of the accurate and, information. So, and check your- so important. And check your registration now. Uh, the first primary is today in Ohio, mm-hmm. and uh, these primaries will continue throughout uh, the the spring and early summer at least. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and uh, obviously your participation in those uh, are important too. Right. Uh, but yeah, it, it, there's all kinds of action we can take, and uh, being duly motivated, uh, now's the time to do that. Yep, yep. Uh, Cecile Richards on Lawrence O'Donnell last night said, we better get serious about fighting back. And there's a lot being said in that statement. And yes, we better get serious because uh, this is everything. The next two elections are fucking everything right now. And we can't I, just retain what we have. We can't just, you know, come no. out of the uh, the midterms, even Breaking Stephen, even. with where we were. Right. Yeah, what right. we need to do is ex- greatly expand our majority. So it's not just about defying history. It's about defying history plus, 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 plus from there. We were we're adding to majorities. Maybe we're clawing back some chambers and state legislatures to be able to, uh, because that's where that, you talk about ground zero for these awful, awful laws. That's happening at the state level, and that's so vitally important that we activate yes. as far as that goes as well. The governor's mansions uh, on top of that. Um, we yeah, we yeah. have to be overwhelming because of uh, the gerrymandering because of the. Uh, election deniers, the the Trump supporters who believe that uh, Biden is an illegitimate president, those folks, those crazy folks, they're now your local election officials controlling election results in many locations, and more are on the way. The only way we can overcome these hurdles and these challenges is to turn out in in incredible numbers, in massive numbers, in overwhelming numbers. Uh, We've talked about this before, that it it can't just be a narrow victory. The polls, uh, because of inflation are not on our side right now, but Mm -hmm. the numbers are close enough that we can fix them and overcome them. I think the January 6th hearings this summer will make a difference. I think that the uh, fight over abortion this summer will make a difference. So we have the tools at our disposal to turn this around, and we absolutely must do so because, again, as I've said before, this one is not just the most important election of our lifetimes. This one is for all the marbles. Yes, it is. Okay, so here now... I'm going to try to use my powers of clairvoyance to, uh, let's see if I can, see if I can guess here. I'm going to see if I can guess the interest. Swami Bobby. (laughs) I'm going to see if I can guess the interest rate you're paying on your credit cards right now. And, uh, hmm, it's not much of a stretch as I rub my temples and close my eyes and really concentrate. 
I think you're paying around 20% interest on your credit cards. Uh-huh. If you're also making minimum payments every month, it's going to take you years and years to pay off those cards. So why not spare yourself the grief and refinance your cards in a super low interest rate? Here's exactly how. With Lightstream, you can roll your cards into one low payment at a fixed rate as low as 4.98% APR with auto pay and excellent credit. Again, that's way, way lower than most credit cards. It's way lower than way what you're lower. paying right now maybe over 19% APR. You can get a loan from $5,000 to $100,000, and there are absolutely no fees. And just for my listeners, right now, write this down. Apply now and get a special interest rate discount and save even more. The only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash Seska. That's L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash C-E-S-C-A. Link in the description under this episode at bobseska.com. Subject to credit approval, rate range from 4.98% APR to 19.99% APR and include a 0.50% auto pay discount. Lowest rate requires excellent credit. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash Seska for more information. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Bob Seska! Boy, these conservatives are really something, aren't they? They're all in favor of the unborn. They will do anything for the unborn. But once you're born, you're on your own. (laughs) Pro-life conservatives are obsessed with the fetus from conception to nine months. After that, they don't want to know about you. They don't want to hear from you. No nothing. No neonatal care, no daycare, no head start, no school lunch, no food stamps, no welfare, no nothing. If you're pre-born, you're fine. If you're preschool, you're fucked. Conservatives don't give a shit about you until you reach military age. (laughs) Then they think you are just fine, just what they've been looking for. Conservatives want live babies so they can raise them to be dead soldiers. (laughs) Pro-life. Pro-life. These people aren't pro-life, they're killing doctors. What kind of pro-life is that? What, they'll do anything they can to save a fetus, but if it grows up to be a doctor, they just might have to kill it? They're not pro-life. You know what they are? They're anti-woman. Simple as it gets. Anti-woman. Never more true. They don't like women. Sign up for life. 
lost your vote. Oh, yeah. Have your cake. Brand new music here from Air on the Side of Caution. That's the name of the band. And a song called We Don't Live Here Anymore. God, I love this. This is, uh, yeah, as I said, Air on the Side of Caution. The website address is atsocband.com. Link in the description if you missed that. If you missed that URL, I got it uh, linked under this episode at bobseska.com. Along with all the rest of the bands here on the show, bobseska.com slash music to submit. And yeah, I was supposed to do an any music countdown. Where the hell was that? Yeah, <laughs> the weekend. Yeah. It was supposed to drop yesterday, but everything happened at the same time yesterday. As right? it I does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lots of scheduling things. I think I drove Kimberly to the auto mechanics. I don't know, five times yesterday. Back and wow. forth and back. It's fixed. No, it's not fixed. Oh, it's fixed now. No, it's not fixed. It's, she's having car trouble. That and sounds so, like fun. Yeah, that was part of it. And then I, I spent two and a half hours getting my teeth cleaned. Which was, they I'm were like, that bad. Yeah. Oh, you know what? It wasn't that they were bad. It's just this place I go, they're super duper thorough. Uh-huh. And so at first it was the, uh, the the water jet thing. And then it was, uh-huh. the, then was the polishing thing. Scraping. And then the, the scraping thing thing and that went on for a god oh my god that went on for an hour it was like you know it was that scene in wizard of oz where they're cleaning up the tin man (laughs) you know what i mean they've got the big buffers out and they're scraping off the rust yeah that was kind of how it was and now today my jaw hurts i'm surprised i'm even able to speak (laughs) because of that but needs to say i wasn't able to do the indie music countdown yesterday that's okay don't worry it's going to come this coming up weekend i'm going to do it this weekend finish yeah and you know i usually this time of year i do this i've done this little poem traditionally uh, every year it's a hooray hooray It's the 1st of May. Outdoor humping starts today. But with yesterday's Supreme Court ruling, I'm reluctant to uh, to make a big deal out of that. Okay. Well, you did it anyway, and it's important to uphold the tradition. So I, I guess. I guess. But, you know, be careful, folks. Yeah, please do. Okay. Getting back into this uh, serious, serious business here. Lots more to cover. Uh, just a few tweets that uh, came down when this news broke yesterday. Rachel Bittacoffer yeah. tweeted, Alito assures us the right to privacy remains intact. Just not for women. Right. That's the thing about this. He's trying to limit it just to the abortion issue. And it's actually going to get applied to a lot more than just exactly. that. I mean, yes. they're going to be given an inch and they're going to take a mile, as the case is. And uh, let's see, uh, Hal Sparks tweeted, the both parties are basically the same crowd is going to have some lonely weekends ahead. It's <laughs> also true. Uh, our friend Mary Trump tweeted, the illegitimate right-wing majority on the United States Supreme Court is pro-rape, pro-incest, anti-woman, and anti-child. Are you cool with that? And the answer is absolutely fucking not. Uh, By the way, hi, Mary. I just I owed her that one. <laughs> okay, that's right. Yes, and I'm still working on getting her for the Tuesday show. I, I promise Excellent. you. Yeah, yeah. You got your $5 today, though, for me. Uh, I know. Saying- Getting her to say hi to me on your interview. That killed me. I swear to God, I almost <laughs> spewed my coffee across the room. You sent me this great package that had uh, a couple of uh, autographed, framed pictures of Letterman. Well, one is Letterman's old band, the mo- world's most dangerous band. And the other one was the Letterman picture, the autographed Letterman picture that uh-huh. Gordon Liddy was so bent out of shape over. Yeah. And along with those things, you also sent me the $5 that uh, yes. you owed me from last week for mentioning. Yes. Your name on Mary's See, show. I pay yeah, up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, and I'm very appreciative of that. Uh, okay, getting back into things here. Oh, yeah, Mary. We we're talking about Mary Trump. 
Mary yeah. Trump also tweeted, uh, fuck this illegitimate SCOTUS, fuck the Republican Party that enabled this, and if you don't care that this decision makes women second-class citizens, fuck you too. We don't have the luxury of time. We need to fight now. It's yep. Democrats versus fascists in 2022. Vote accordingly. And fucking hell right. And stop blaming Democrats or saying they can do something about this because right now, the way things stand, they can't. Yeah. But we can. We can. We have we this can. great we opportunity. Yeah. yeah. Every single one of the 435 members of the House of Representatives are up for re-election. There are opportunities here. And as far as the Senate goes, five toss-ups. That's it. And we're talking about Mark Kelly's seat. We're talking about Raphael Warnock. We're talking about Mosto in, uh, in Nevada. We're talking about uh, Pat Toomey's old seat in Pennsylvania. And what am I forgetting? Oh, yeah, Ron Johnson. There's another toss-up right now. Let, let me let me address that, too, if I may, because uh, there are candidates, Democratic candidates in states other than yours yeah. who need your help. Uh, I encountered somebody this week. I was talking about the Ohio uh, primary and the lack of, this was before the abortion ruling, and the lack of uh, Democratic uh, motivation there. Uh, Republicans have so far in early voting and voting by mail and all those early forms of voting have uh, vastly outnumbered Democrats. Uh, but here's the thing: the Republican, the number of Republicans voting early has only ticked up slightly. What makes the big gap is that the number of Democrats voting early, at least in Ohio, has dropped off dramatically. Hmm. Now it could be because it's like a 90-way race for for the Republican uh, slot in in Ohio, and yeah. so there's a lot of uh, interest and excitement in that. But it, this is a very scary prospect for all of us. I had. Uh, one guy on on uh, Twitter yesterday challenged me on that, and he said, "Well, uh, you know, I don't I don't live in Ohio, so this doesn't affect me." <sighs> oh my God! I I had to explain to him in multiple reply tweets, and it wasn't an argument. He never <laughs> fought back, other than to say, "You know, uh, listen, I vote Democratic in my state. That's all I can do. I'm not able to do anything in other states. That's wrong. Mm -hmm. You can do things in other states." And that brings me once again back to Florida. You know how important Florida is electorally and and what a problem Florida is right now with the Dem with the Republican control of that state. You can do something about that from Kansas or California or Oregon by sending money to Val Demings and yeah. to uh, one of the Democratic candidates for governor. Charlie Crist seems to have uh, well taken the lead at this point. Support these folks, and you can change Florida from the outside. This is absolutely legal. It's allowed. So support Democrats across the country. Support them, of course, in your own locale. But consider uh, states that really need your help, like Texas and Florida, and consider donating to those campaigns. It will affect you. And as I ended up uh, telling this challenging uh, Twitter uh, tweeter, uh, <laughs> <laughs> as I ended up telling him, this if you if you don't take part in and pay attention to what's going on in other states, you may as well be living in a red state because that's how things are going to be yeah. if we continue to lose control of this country. We've got to break this minority rule. Yeah, absolutely. And my God, who doesn't realize that, you know, representatives elected in Ohio go to Congress where they make laws affecting all of us? 
Right. Well, how is that getting missed in all of this? My God, I, I feel like sometimes everyone needs to watch how a bill becomes a law again. The yeah. uh, the schoolhouse rock, just a bill sitting on Capitol Hill, diddy. Yeah, watch that again, some of you. Jesus. At this point, there's so much to explain. We're going to need a rock opera, but yeah, uh, really, yeah, something something needs to be done because this goes to show. Uh, in in the case of this well-meaning Democratic voting individual, mm -hmm. uh, we have some real problems in lack of understanding, lack yeah, of education, yeah. and uh, certainly in lack of enthusiasm. This attitude, and I really wanted to say this to him: this attitude of "it's not my job, man," yeah. is not going to get it done. That's that's. The, when I went to grade school, I was taught in the public school system in Red State, Kansas, of all places, that citizenship is a responsibility, that you have rights, but you also need to vote and serve mm -hmm. on juries, as I joked about at the beginning of the show. Yep. You you have to – it requires some effort on your part, and either you're on board or you're not on board. What you shouldn't do – you can, but what you shouldn't do is sit on the sidelines and bitch and blame everybody else and blame both parties. Stop washing your hands, I'm saying to these other people. Stop mm -hmm. washing your hands of your responsibility and throwing it off. Well, it's not my problem or they did that, not me. Uh, that's not going to fix things. Yeah. We need you to understand how this works and to be engaged in all of it. Yeah, and here are the states, speaking of Ohio. Ohio mm -hmm. would not have an immediate ban on abortion go into effect when this decision is officially handed down. But here's where abortion would instantaneously become illegal as soon as this decision is handed down, which was going to be June, July, beginning of July, somewhere around Probably, there. Probably, yeah, late June, early July. Yeah, huh? we're talking about Idaho, uh, Utah, Arizona, Wyoming, North Dakota, South Dakota, Texas, Oklahoma, Missouri, Arkansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Tennessee, Kentucky, West Virginia, Michigan, and Wisconsin. There are many more, I think, between now and then, many more states that will pass across the board abortion yep. laws. The Republicans, what's the other cliche that's going around today? The Republicans caught the ambulance buzz. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. they've been chasing the ambulance caught and they the, actually caught the car yeah, yeah they well or yeah exactly whatever it is they they caught the vehicle going by and I don't know that they necessarily expected to. I think that's one of the reasons why there's such an outrage, such a focus on the leak itself rather than th the news that's well, in the leak. That is important, and it's part of the crumbling credibility of the Supreme Court. Yeah. Uh, although this did happen, by the way, uh, when the Roe v. Wade decision was made, it was leaked prematurely also. Was it? But this is something, hmm. yeah, but this is something that, that doesn't happen normally and shouldn't happen. Uh, this, is, this goes, and obviously whoever did it, uh, is in big trouble because Judge, Judge Roberts has announced, uh, the Chief Justice has announced an investigation into this, calling it an egregious uh, breach. Oh, Jesus. Of, uh, uh, it, it is indeed, and uh, and it's proper that it be investigated. Uh, we don't know how he's going to vote on this uh, on this uh, abortion ruling, yeah. but uh, uh, I do think he's lost control of the, of the Supreme Court at this point. Yeah, talk about fiddling while Rome burns. <laughs> the Supreme, he has confirmed, well, he has confirmed that the, the ruling that we all saw is real. Yes, but investigating the leak is like it's such a distraction from the actual beclowning of the court. This decision is yeah, this I mean yeah. this decision is damaging to the court. I mean focusing on the leak, Jesus Christ.
I mean, that's the, well, like I, everything's. No. It's like that cartoon dog sitting in it, the fire, going, "Everything's fine." Well, it's his job to focus on that as chief justice because they they are supposed to regulate themselves. It could be a distraction, but again, I would argue that we can walk and chew gum at the same time. That's true. All right. of this, all of this together, the fact that the, what was what's being done and how it was done. Uh, and how it's being handled uh, all go to the credibility or lack mm. thereof of the United States Supreme Court. And that's something that, that does need to be addressed. I don't think it will distract most of us. Most of us know what this fight is really about. But on the side, it, it is something that should be investigated, I think. Yeah, yeah. But making that the centerpiece of your focus. <laughs> no. Seems, yeah, well, his yeah. focus, because that's his purview. Yeah, uh, yeah. The rest of us can focus on the, the real issue. But uh, I'm just saying I think it's okay and, in fact, maybe important important that he's doing that. Right. It's like it's like having a gaping chest wound. You're like, does my ass look big? <laughs> you know, it's just like, wait yeah, a minute, yeah. you've got the wrong well, priorities here. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, you know, both need to be addressed. But <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, I guess depending on who you are uh, and how, how big your ass is. Uh, the terrible irony here, I think, is, and this is one of the many injustices in all of this, the most jubilant Republicans, the most celebratory Republicans mm-hmm. today. Uh, I'm talking about political leaders. I'm talking about activists. I'm talking about members of the Red Hat Entertainment Complex. Mm-hmm. You know, especially the uh, pumpkin-headed monster who appointed three right-wing justices recently. Yep. They have all very likely paid for abortions. And you know what? They will continue to pay for abortions after yes. it is outlawed. How are they going to do that? Well, they possess the means and the shameless the hypocrisy money. to make that happen. Yeah, yeah. And there are millions of middle class yeah. and poor women who are not going to be able to do that. And they this are the ones good- who are going to die in the process. This is also a good time to remember that at least four of the staunch conservative, five staunch conservative Republicans on the bench, at least four of them lied in their confirmation hearings, yeah. saying this is not how they would rule, the, saying that they would respect and uphold precedent. They lied. Uh, the, the uh, Nearly half, if not more than half, of the Supreme Court have lied about what they would do uh, once on the bench, mm-hmm. and now they have done what they lied about. Uh, that's something that cannot be ignored. Uh, you know, the the way, the, the fact that three of the justices are on the court because a lot of Democrats either didn't show up uh, to, uh, to you know, to stop Donald Trump uh, or or they voted for another candidate. Mostly it was apathy. Uh, the Democrats figured it was in the bag and, and it wasn't. And as a result, that insane president appointed three Supreme Court justices uh, knowing, and we all knew at the time, that this is exactly how they would rule. So uh, nobody's surprised that this has happened. Uh, we're maybe surprised about the timing or the way we learned of it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, as Bob said earlier, uh, this gives us time to fight back. Right, right. Um, I want to look up something here because I don't remember. Okay, yes, yes. Lisa Murkowski did, in fact, vote to confirm Amy Coney Barrett. And uh-huh. the reason I'm looking that up is because Murkowski has just released a statement about this ruling and Uh she said my confidence in the court has been rocked if the decision is going the way that the draft that has been revealed is actually the case it was not the direction that i believe the court would take based on statements that have been made about roe being settled and being precedent there's your lie yeah i mean so really are we supposed to sit here and take at face value what sam alito wrote about limiting this decision to just the abortion matter 
Right. No, right. no, 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 no. So this so shit they, gets monkeyed around with all the time. People backpedal all the time, and it's only a matter of uh, what the next case to come along to find out whether or not that's the case, the, the, they, whether or not Sam Alito was telling the truth. And I don't think not he only. Not only the yeah, not only did the prospective justices lie to your face about what they would or would not do once on the bench, remember that they were the majority of them were appointed by Republican presidents who lost the popular vote but won the electoral college. Yeah. So again, minorities driving the train. The, mm -hmm. the inmates are running the institution. Uh, they, the, we we are allowing minority rule in a country that's supposed to be majority rule. We must rise up and stop that. What happens to fertility clinics? That's a. I mean, there's so many dimensions to this. And one of the dimensions I thought of last night was Fertility clinics, one of the processes they use is to freeze and discard uh, unused embryos. Uh-oh. Yeah. yeah. And so th I guess this is going to loop in fertility. It's going to be much more difficult to receive adequate fertility treatments if you're a, a couple that's struggling to conceive. And so this is going to affect... So many people, not just women, although women are the primary victims of this awfulness. They're the target of this. Yeah, yeah. this extends to just about everybody in this country. Because you know exactly. what? If, if the Supreme Court can rule that women don't have sovereignty over their internal organs and the things that are growing in there, uh, benevolent or not, uh, then they can make that decision about anybody. And that's and, the one of the major, major dangers in all of this. And all of this is part of the new Republican theocracy yeah. in this country. Uh, just earlier this week, that same Supreme Court ruled uh, against Boston, saying that they had to allow the flying of uh, a flag of a Christian group, uh, oh, that yeah. they had denied the chance to do yeah. that. Uh, there goes, with that ruling, there goes your separation of church and state. Mm -hmm. These are terrible and, and terribly significant rulings coming from yeah. this illegitimate Supreme Court. Right. And in addition to that, Republicans are also working on a national ban at the federal level. The great right. coincidence yesterday was this story came out yesterday morning, a matter of hours before we got the Politico reporting on Sam Alito's decision. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so uh, it looks like, given the right makeup of Congress, Republicans are going to pass the federal ban. And I don't know if I've mentioned it already today because there are so many things, but you know what? Mitch McConnell will absolutely eliminate the legislative filibuster in order to pass a federal ban on abortion. And that will apply to blue states where abortion theretofore was legal. As well as the red states. And so usually the federal government supersedes everything that makes it a federal matter, that makes it a matter for the FBI. And right. so that would be the ultimate disaster. That is one of the reasons why it's not just about the state legislature. That's the primary fight. The secondary fight, we're, you know, kind of competing for the same fight. We're also talking about Congress here, too. And that's why this year's election, another reason mm -hmm. why this year's election is so, right. so and, critical. And and don't give us that argument about, but Democrats have the majority. Why haven't they done anything? Why can't they do something now? Because Ugh. in the Senate, which yeah. is the, the decider before it goes to our Democratic president, mm -hmm. we don't have a majority because of mansion and cinema. Yeah. Uh, we can't even get 50 votes, much less, you know, 52. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's just not going to happen. 
because we don't have enough support, because, again, not enough Democrats turned out. We can only hope that the recent decisions of the Supreme Court, most especially this on abortion, uh, will finally motivate people to see what's going on, to see this Republican theocracy that is 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 taking on, a, you know, a church versus state, taking on women's rights and and the rights of of LGBTQ. Uh, everybody, it, it, the court is now the enemy of the people. Part of being the enemy of the people is also being the enemy of science, and one of the reasons, right. I'm concerned about that is going back to the Hobby Lobby decision mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where the Supreme Court ruled in that case that if you believe that the Plan B abortion pill, which is nothing but emergency contraception, it prevents right. a sperm from implanting inside an ovum. That's the way it works. But if you believe that it is, it's actually an abortion, then the Supreme Court says then it is an abortion. And then you can decide for yourself not to provide that birth control to your employees, or and that was the case with Hobby Lobby. And more immediately, what happens to that morning after pill? What happens to uh, the, the uh, morning after pills that are covered in the Affordable Care Act? The ones that do not uh, prevent implantation, the ones that prevent fertilization. And remember, there's a big difference here. Let's concentrate on this for a second. The pills that are covered in the Affordable Care Act, those pills prevent the sperm from going into the egg in the first place. There are other pills that prevent a fertilized egg from implanting in the uterus, and it just gets washed away, right? That's an abortion. I mean, technically an abortion. And so there is a difference there. And my concern is that between this decision and the Hobby Lobby decision, they're also going to try to go after those pills that aren't abortion-inducing, the ones that are just preventing fertilization in the first place. That's another big concern that I have. Uh, Meantime, John Fugelsang tweeted last night, those poor right-wing justices, their opinion was leaked, and they had no, what's the word, choice. Why, it's almost like their autonomy and right to privacy were suddenly stripped away. <laughs> Good one, That's John. a great argument. He's yeah. always great. He's always great. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's, I, I want to say, yeah. this is, I. you know, Bob and I see this. The people listening to us, our friends see this. This is the beginning of the end. But yeah. there is still hope. There is mm-hmm. always hope. I've, I've encountered people online. I've encountered a person in my house who, who has gotten very down about this. Yeah. And and I certainly understand that emotion. And, and if you need that, take a minute and have that. Yeah. But uh, then that needs to turn to anger and the anger needs to turn to action. There is hope. There is always hope. This isn't the story isn't over yet. Yeah. Uh, yes, it, it looks like and acts and walks like the beginning of the end. But there is always hope. And the second thing I want to say is we see just how bad things are and what that should mean to us at this point. Yeah. That things are so grim and so seemingly hopeless. What that means to us is that now more than ever, we must get up off our couches and act. Right. A few more details we still have to cover here on today's show. But in the meantime, if you're pissed off at cable news and other very serious political analysts (laughs) these days, here's a great way to support independent media, specifically 
specifically this podcast. For just $5 a month, you can support our Patreon page as we guide you through the madness and chaos of our politics. But it's not just about supporting shows like this one. You're also going to get bonus content as a reward for your monthly support. We're talking about exclusive access to our Shadow Docket show, recorded after the end credits on our Tuesday and Thursday shows. You also get access to the Patreon app, where you can download the free show and our bonus content. Plus, you can join the discussion in our community of Patreon members in the comments under each episode. All that for just $5 per month, just pennies per show. So don't miss out. That's bobseskashow.com. Bookmark it, send it to all your friends, and we thank you. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana. Where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Bob Seska plays more music. A Wisconsin girl, hotel room. You know, with our indie music, sometimes it makes uh, the ringing in my ears worthwhile. It really does. This is the great Michael McDermott, brand new album. Uh, the album is called St. Paul's Boulevard. It drops on the 20th, so mark your calendar. I was lucky enough to get an advanced copy. Yes, you were. And uh, so that's... I, uh, I, like, I like the voices in your head. <laughs> oh, me too. Hey, I just got a tweet from uh, Move On. Yeah. Uh, I somehow, I don't know how, I somehow I ended up on their tweet uh, text <laughs> Everyone's list. on their text list, yeah. Uh, it just came in, though. It says, SCOTUS is poised to end Roe v. Wade. Most people support Roe. Those are all true. Yeah. Uh, show our majority dissent today at courthouses at 5 p.m. People are being asked across the country, and uh, my wife wants to take part in this as well. Yeah. Uh, go to your nearest federal courthouse and, and let your voices be heard. Right. This is part of what we have to do our main job is voting our our second job is getting everyone else to vote mm-hmm. and and to getting it, our message through to the media and to the powers that be be they democrat or republican yeah uh the the uh, uh it has the hashtag uh, bans off our bodies it says bring friends and text this number uh and and it ends with move on is committed to nonviolent peaceful actions which yeah. we we certainly hope and believe that these demonstrations will be but there's something you can do today to turn your sadness into anger and your anger into action into peaceful action uh as step one 
toward the vote this fall. I think part of the reason why this document was leaked so early, mm-hmm. we're talking about yes. maybe uh, more than a month early. Mm-hmm. Part of the reason was there's perhaps an opportunity to shake one of those conservatives loose and get them to line up with the liberals and presumably John Roberts. I, I, I guess maybe, this is, yeah, maybe even by calling out their confirmation lies. Exactly right. So you might be able to get I, I, Kavanaugh is going to be a stretch. Although the only reason you get Kavanaugh is because of maybe how he feels about starry decisis. There's those, there's a term again, uh, but it also might be possible to get Coney Barrett. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not saying that there's a likelihood of that. I'm just saying that if if public opinion is emphasized enough between now yes. and See? whenever they actually release this final decision, there might be an opportunity to shake one of them loose. It's a narrow, narrow opportunity, but I think it's one worth pursuing. Remember, it's got to be all hands on deck on this. We need to pursue every avenue, every legal means at our disposal to push back against this, to fight back yeah. against this. Including, so uh, you can go to moveon.org yeah. and uh, you'll get information on the nearest uh, federal courthouse and uh, what you can do and when you can do it. But 5 p.m. across the country today in each time zone, uh, there will be uh, what I suspect uh, to be mass peaceful demonstrations outside federal courthouses. You know, I've said for a couple of weeks now that uh, Rachel Bittacoffer and Cliff Schechter need to be running messaging for the Democrats right now. Amen. Amen. Here's uh, Cliff's tweet thread that he posted last night. I want to read this uh-huh. because it's really important. There's a lot of good ideas here. He said, oh, and hey, my party, I don't want to hear shame or some other weak-ass language tomorrow. Like right. shaming them. We're like, shame on you, Republicans. No, 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 no. Don't do that. I want fucking fire, he said. Uh-huh. I want you to accuse Alito et al. of destroying precedent to get their wanted outcome, as they did with Heller and Citizens United and Shelby, etc. I want a fucking campaign, not a press release. I want paid media, earned media, social media, bus tour, hearings, right. events, stunts, guerrilla right. media. I want those who've, who've called women murderers to now be called murderers, because yes. with, this, with this decision... They are killing American women. I want women who are dem base, suburban swing women, moderate men, and frankly, young, sexually active men to know what this means, what their lives will become because of the five to six Gileadian Americans on the Supreme Court. Gilead, I think Gileadian is from Handmaid's Tale. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on the Supreme Court and in the Senate, House, etc. Message this. Destroy Republican extremists in the midterms. The fucking end. I'll have right. a video commentary, he said, on this travesty in the morning, which is probably up now on YouTube. I uh-huh. promise it will be fire. I'm tired of yeah. anything less as a response to cheating, Amen. lying, seditionists who hate our democracy. Follow him at Cliff Schechter <laughs> and on the video at YouTube.com slash C Schechter. You yeah. should anyway, because he's that yeah. good. He's he's more than worthwhile. Uh, I, I have been seeing a lot of tweets today from uh, with quotes like "Hell hath no fury," yeah, like a woman yeah. scorned, mm-hmm. uh, and and uh, I'm seeing a lot of outrage uh, among women. Of course, uh, again, we need to see that from men. Also, men like Cliff Schechter. And bear in mind. When this Republican Party starts parading around talking about how it's pro-life, we had, we heard the George Carlin bit uh, yep. about a half hour ago. Yeah, pro-life, my ass. Mark Esper, in his new book, claimed that Donald Trump 
was thinking about shooting protesters in Lafayette Park ahead of his Mm -hmm. stupid photo op with the Bible. He was actually considering that. That was a point of conversation that happened in the White House. Can Can we just shoot them in the leg, he was saying. He said, can, can we just shoot them? Just shoot them in the legs or something. It, it appears he wanted to impose martial law after he lost the election. Now, there's evidence of yeah. that in the explosive January 6th hearings that will be starting on a television and uh, internet near you on Thursday, June 9th. The date yeah. has been set. Uh, it'll go on for a month or two. It'll be, I think, just a few nights a week. Uh, and I think it's going to be bombshell after bombshell. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mark Esper added, it was surreal no, sitting sorry. in front of the Resolute desk inside the Oval Office with this idea oh, weighing heavily in the air and the president red-faced and complaining loudly about the protests underway in Washington, D.C. Uh-huh. He said, the good news, this wasn't a difficult decision. The bad news, I had to figure out a way to walk Trump back without right. creating the mess I was trying to avoid. So he right. had to be, Donald Trump had to be walked back from the idea of shooting American citizens for exercising their peaceful right to protest. Don't right. let these assholes say, oh, we're all about free speech, right? We're, just, we're right. The, the Democrats, they're the ones rolling back free speech. Trump wanted to shoot protesters exercising Im- their free speech. And later wanted to impose martial law to overturn the will of the people. That's right. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It, it, it never ends, and the fight continues. Everyone off the bench, if you were tired of politics after Donald Trump uh, lost the election last year or the year before and you know was officially out last year, uh, now's the time. Now's the time to activate. Now's the time to dust off your shoes. Now it's time to dust off your uh, placards and, and, and signs and, and, and you and, know, your protest clothing. Get going. And, and carry yourself with strength and belief in the cause. There is hope. There's hope in the yep. motivation of this abortion ruling. There's hope in the upcoming shocking revelations of the January 6th hearings. We have tools at our disposal that we can turn this ship around. Let's get out there and do it. Yes. Uh, Brian Fallon tweeted, all Democrats need to show the same urgency as the clerk who apparently risked his or her career to sound <laughs> yep. this alarm. Amen. Those on the inside know uh, best how broken the institution is. We should listen. Uh, yeah. Meantime, Dave Nywert, our friend Dave Nywert, who coined the, the term eliminationists, He said, uh, I really just never, ever, ever want to hear a Republican lecture me about activist judges again. Right. Uh, In fact, you know what? I'm not going to read it here, but there was a great Steve Schmidt thread the other day. And I know full well, by the way, that George W. Bush, who Steve Schmidt worked for, was responsible for Sam Alito, who wrote Uh, this decision. So well, keep that, carry that with you a little bit. Bear that in mind, but uh, remember who the the real enemies right now happen to be. Right. Well, there's so much more to talk about, and yeah, if the yeah. Supreme Court can have a shadow docket, then so can we. <laughs> That's right. Well, we're going to get to. Uh, let's see. I want to uh, say a couple of things about the Disinformation Governance Board and okay. what exactly it's going to do, because this is another area where the Republicans are uh, crapping their cages over this right. one. I want to talk about Tucker Carlson going full Putin on his show the other night. And uh, a whole lot more here. Let's see. Uh, oh, yeah. Maybe a thing or two about that homophobic red hat couple who were tossed off that flight the other oh, day. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, oh, boy. Megyn Kelly. Oh, oh, yeah. Megyn Kelly with another little interesting detail about Donald Trump. Maybe oh, she's just too. a gem, isn't she? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yes, an interesting detail that she walked back. But I'm interested in the uh, original version of this sure. remark. 
All of that's coming up on the Shadow Docket on our Patreon page, bobseskashow.com, five bucks a month. We'll see you over there, folks. Get going. Bye-bye. Don't be a FOMO. <laughs>